Welcome to Foundations of Emo. Each episode, we take one of our favorite bands. You went wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Hosted by Claire and Danny. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, each each episode, we take one of our favorite podcasts. I was going to say, it's a different one. <laughs> okay, try again. Ooh, this is, I'm overheating. <laughs> Welcome to Foundations of Emo. <laughs> I forgot the name of the podcast. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Okay. It's been a while, guys. It's been a while. It's only been about three weeks. Okay. Welcome to Foundations of Emo, hosted by Claire and Danny. (laughs) Oh, this is not a good start. (laughs) Each episode, we take one of our favourite bands and dive deep into their history and origin, reminiscing on our own emo roots along the way. Jesus. (laughs) It's been three weeks and I forgot how to podcast. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everyone. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Welcome, happy Christmas! It's Whee! the Christmas episode! As you can tell by the tree behind us. Yes, that has many emo decorations on yep. it. We have Forever Emo, It's Not a Phase, This is Sandpit Turtle, which is the best one. <laughs> so good. You should go over to our Instagram to see the fabulous tree behind us if you're listening to this on Spotify. So we have loads to unpack on this episode. We do. We have some juicy gossipy stories to tell. We have updates. News. We're going to do some updates on all of the bands that we have made podcasts for this year. Mm-hmm, which was a lot. Yeah. I, I actually didn't realize how many episodes no, we've done until I went. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of bands. We're going to talk about our favorites of the year and do a little rundown of that. And then we're also going to review the Christmas songs yes. from the bands that we've done this year. Yeah, we found there was actually so many emo Christmas songs. Mm, they're so bad. But anyway, we'll see. <laughs> we'll get to that later on. <laughs> so since we last spoke, we went to see a band called As December Falls play in the Grand Social. Yeah, so good. And I did not know them at all. Danny just literally texted me and said, hey, this band are playing and tickets are really cheap. Do you want to go? And I was like, sure. It was very random. I was on Instagram and I got an Instagram ad being like, as December falls, they're playing in the Grand Social. And I was like, never heard of them. And then I just pressed the like sound icon because I always scroll Instagram on silent. So I, and then they, I was a little clip of their song and I was like, wait, this sounds really good. I feel like she sounds, there's a female singer. She sounds really like Hayley Williams, mm. but their music is like a little bit more pop punk. Yeah. Like kind of heavier. I don't know. Not heavier. I don't think that's the right word, but just a little oh, punkier or something. Yeah. Poppier, I would have said. So yeah, then I found out tickets were like 18 quid and I was like, let's go. And then we just gathered a crowd. <laughs> there was loads of us there in yeah, the end. Yeah, we ended up with loads of us going. And everyone was like, never heard of them until yeah. now, until we all started <laughs> well, talking about go. it. Because it's a great venue, the Grand Social. Yeah, yeah. Love a small venue it's for a gig. Very personal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were so, they were so good live. They were so cute live. So cute. The lead singer, what's her name? Bethany? Yeah. She's just so happy to be there. She's smiling the whole time. Yeah. And she kept looking at the other guys in the band and they were like just smiling at each other yeah. being like, this is great, isn't it? So cute. Compared to <laughs> the other band. So they were supported by a band called Dream State, who also had a female singer. And I'd kind of listened to them a little bit in the lead up to the gig because I knew I was going to see them. And I was not really feeling their music to be honest i wasn't feeling it no they're quite heavy one or two were like kind of catchy and got stuck in my head i've never seen someone so fucking angry she was so angry and not in like a cool like hey i'm a rock star like you know just in a rude way she was rude and she was so ungrateful to everyone who was there and like we weren't even there to see them they were just supporting yeah and she she just kept going we've traveled so far to be here 
And we were like, aren't you from Nottingham? <laughs> <laughs> like literally their, their gig the night before was in Manchester. So they'd traveled from Manchester to Dublin. Then at one stage she called us Belfast. Yeah. And then she kept being like, come on, move. I've come all this way. Move. Yeah. Come on. And it was like, oh, fucking you come on. Yeah. She was like, this is our 19th show in a row. We're tired. It's like, aren't you supposed to be grateful to be here? It was really like, I don't know. Then she was like, for this song, this is a beautiful song. Everyone needs to put their cameras in the air, like, or their, with their flash on. Everyone needs to put their flash in the air. And then after like a minute, she was like, oh, just put them down. It was like, because people weren't doing it the way she wanted or something. But like, she made me hate the band. She made me be like, I don't want to react to you at all. Like, the music wasn't necessarily for me, but I would have like bobbed my head and like been polite about it. But like, when she was like that, I was like, I'm not moving. I am standing here. With my arms folded. <laughs> that is it. But it did feel like, as you said at one point, if you didn't do what she said, she was going to box the head off you. It did feel <laughs> like that. I was like, she's looking at me. <laughs> and then she was like, I'll be at the merch stand later if you want to meet me. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> she was just so, so you rude. can punch us in person? Like, absolutely not happening. But it really goes to show that she completely put me off the band. Like, 100%. Just from her attitude, I didn't even care about the music. Could have been really good and I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. They're off the playlist. They're off everything. Not a fan. We don't talk about Dream State anymore. No, sauce guys. Uh, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? Oh, so it's also been a very exciting few weeks because Spotify Wrapped was released. Mm-hmm. Which is Music Christmas, as I like to call it. Mm-hmm. What did your Spotify Wrapped reveal, Claire? I was not shocked in any way, shape, or form. So my top most played song was obviously Fall Out Boy. Which song was it? Um, hang on a second here. I've listened to it so many times I forgot the name of it. What was the near first single that they released off? So much for starters. Um, Thingy. Um, Heartbreak Feels So Good? No, that no, was the second one. one. That's why I can't remember. Uh, Hold Me Like a Grudge? Yeah, no. no the, sorry, that's off Mania. No, what it is Heartbreak that? Feels So Good. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Look, love it so much, I forgot it. Uh, was oh, that one? I was getting confused. And then all the bands and albums were all bands that we had done an episode on. <laughs> so it was Take Max Sunday, Funeral for a Friend, We Came as Romans, Fall Out Boy. I wasn't surprised. Also, was not in any way surprised at yours. Yeah, so my whole Spotify rap just said Sleep Token for like everything. <laughs> Literally everything was Top song, token. top album, everything. Everything was Sleep Token. Like to the point that like, people I know have just been tagging me in things that are just like any any kind of funny memes they see about sleep talk and I just get tagging them now that's my legacy I'm not mad about it honestly <laughs> <laughs> it's a good legacy to have yeah anything else surprising or uh... I saw a funny meme that was like some girl was saying oh my god Spotify wrapped is so apt and it's like yes it's it's literally just your data <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And sorry, anything else interesting? Yeah, shout out to Kilo Hall. Yes. We were his number one podcast. I can't believe it. <laughs> I was like, somebody actually listens to us. <laughs> I screenshot and sent it to Claire. I was like, we're somebody's number one yeah. podcast. And we were in our friends' top <laughs> top ones. Yeah, and then any of my friends who didn't have us in the top five, I was like bullying them. Yeah, I was like, excuse me. What do you mean you don't listen to me when I'm not around? <laughs> No, that is really exciting. And yeah. shout out to Kilo for being the number one fan. Thank you. We love you. 
Okay, so now we're going to get into updates on all of the bands that we featured. So we are nearly a year doing this podcast now, which yeah, is last crazy. January, wasn't it? January we started, so this is kind of like our end of year roundup after recording for the whole year, apart from <laughs> the several hiatuses that we took. I mean, I think we did too. But we thought that like obviously things happen all the time, so let's look back at the bands we've done and let's what see, has happened yeah. since our episodes. Yeah. So we're going to go chronologically. Yeah. So, so the, the very, very first, first episode we did, let's take a little walk down memory lane here, was Fallout Boy. Yes. So of course, lots has happened this year. Yeah, we got to see them. We saw them on their So Much For Stardust tour. The tour is incredible. They're freaking amazing. They're breaking out like different songs every night. They're doing all the things I always wish that they would. Playing all the oldies and keeping people guessing, not yeah. knowing what song's coming next. Pete Wentz is like evaporating and appearing in another <laughs> section of the, of the venue and then just this week they announced that it's been 15 years since they released folia oh. so they have like some limited edition vi- vinyl that's like folia blue because it's blue uh, as opposed to yeah. the original cover is that. red yeah, so now yeah. this cover is blue so they're just great living their best lives yeah so happy for them yeah tour <laughs> is amazing a- they're in australia are they i don't know where they are right now i think it's australia it's a massive tour they've yeah. been doing as well yeah. and just yeah brilliant love Fall Out Boy love Fall Out Boy forever fave do you think they'll do a tour for 15 years of? they have like is it a discord server they have something they said it was going to be announced I, so people think something's going to happen with Folly I do oh. but I don't know that's all I know I don't like that album I love that album I know. so I'm excited <laughs> it's, it's it is it's the Wildcard album that like people love or hate but yeah. I'm excited about it we shall see episode number two which was my first episode was Paramore, whoop, whoop. which we also got to see this year yes. in April, yeah, which was unreal. Apart from the fact that they didn't play All I Wanted. <laughs> Let's not talk about that again. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> so not like many updates with them. They are, of course, supporting Taylor Swift next year, Danny's favorite person in the entire world. And Hayley this year was forced to cancel a few shows because she had a lung infection. Mm. But that tour, like Fall Out Boy, is going on for literally about two years mm. for their album. This is why. I was going to say, this is it. Yeah, I, was I was like, like this <laughs> is now. No, that's not it either. <laughs> this is why. So lots of touring. The next episode was My Chemical Romance, if you remember. that I feel like that was my big fangirl episode. That was, yeah. they're my all-time favorite yeah. band. So they announced that they're playing when we were young festival next year, which, I mean... All the bands are. My Chemical Romance, we ended that episode not knowing what was happening. They had released Foundations of Decay, and then we hadn't heard anything since, and we didn't know, and every so often on Twitter there's a rumour that there's going to be a new album, and then, like, nothing ever happens. So the fact that they're set in stone playing a show is actually massive news, like massive news. I was talking to someone I know who has another podcast and they told me that there are like, there's a lot of rumors going around that they've heard that things are going to happen with My Chemical Romance next year, but that often these things fall through or like they have signed up to do things in the past and then it hasn't gone ahead so mm-hmm. nothing's set in stone but I just have a positive feeling in my heart that something is gonna happen next year and we might get to see My Chemical Romance or we might get new music or something. Danny keeps sending me like things from Twitter and stuff like someone who's gone off and seen that Jared said something one time that obviously means something which means they're gonna release something on this date and this date and I'm like Huh? There's so many conspiracy <laughs> theories. And I fall down these rabbit holes and I just send it to Claire. I'm like, could happen. Yeah. Could happen. <laughs> Gotta stay positive. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of these bands that when we were young. 
And then the sad news that only happened last week. Matt Davies is leaving funeral for a friend. Yeah, that is really sad. I'm so sad when he said that in his little goodbye message. But I do think he kind of alluded to it when we saw them. Did he? Yeah, he was basically like, you know, we don't know what the next year like holds for us, but we've had such fun doing this. Never thought we'd get to do it again. And I feel like it makes it even more special that we got to see them. Yeah, I'm so glad that we saw them now before yeah. he left. Yeah. Because I do feel like he's really stepping out. Like, Because the, the, the message was very like, the boys want to continue with the band. Yeah. But I can't do it. Like, yeah. yeah, which is fair enough. He did say like that his life has changed so much since like they started that he just can't envision himself doing this for any longer. So for they are playing Slam Dunk next year and Lucas, <laughs> Danny and I were like, who is Lucas? <laughs> who is Ryan? <laughs> um, he is the singer from Holding Absence who are another Welsh band that I also really like is filling in for them but just at Slam Dunk as their guest vocalist. So watch the space. Who will it be? It's me guys. <laughs> I'm announcing it now. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Do you think they'll get, like, some young fella? I don't know. Anything could happen. But also, would I go see them again if it was a different singer? I, I just know. never feel like it's the same when they change the no. singer, honestly. But No. Sonny Moore showed us that, but... Mm. That's it. So, my next band that I did was Bring Me The Horizon. So, since we've seen them, they've released, like, six singles. Or, like, featured on different songs. Like, six singles. Busy like guys! Ollie is just out there making music all the time. <laughs> they were supposed to release a new album in September... But they announced in August that um, it's not ready yet. They weren't happy with it or oh. how it was mixed or something. So they said it will be released soon. They said that in August and it's still not here. So we don't know when the new album is coming. But we are going to see them in January. Yes, which I keep forgetting, to be honest. But I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see them again because I saw them this year for the first time. And I'm I'm hoping they don't play all the new songs because we won't have heard them. Ah, surely not. Yeah, I hope they just Nobody do wants to hear that. And like the set list that I saw was such a good mix from all the different albums. Yeah. And that's that's what I want to see again, honestly. Yeah. That's our next gig. Is that mm. the only one we have lined up next year? I have Blink, the oh, rescheduled yeah. Blink date. Yeah. But that's it, yeah. That's it. We're going to have to schedule in some more. I know. I'm like, can people start announcing their gigs? Because yeah. I, <laughs> I don't have my calendar full. <laughs> my camp, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Take it back Sunday are touring the UK in January. They have just released their eighth studio album, 152. And it's their first album without Eddie Ray's. Mm. But don't know if I'd go see them. Would I? Not if they were playing that album. If they re- mm. released an anniversary tour of one of the other albums, I would. But I don't know if I'd go out of my way to see them play their new stuff. Because their new stuff is very hit and miss. Yeah, to be fair, you were like, take them Sunday, you're doing a UK tour. And in my head, I was like, why are we not going to that? And then, the- then I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I was like, did I know they had a UK tour? And then I was like, I probably was not bothered when I heard it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Panic at the Disco. So <laughs> last we heard... Brendan Urie announced oh, that yeah. they had they had quit music, like Panic! at the Disco was no more, it was finished, it was over. He announced that in January of this year, but he's actually, he, his reason was that his missus had a baby and he wanted to spend time with his family. Oh yeah. But he's actually a member of a band called Mike Fiola, or I think the guy's name is Mike Fiola and he's like part of his touring band and he's playing drums in that band. I can't envision him being a background guy. Yeah, yeah, it is a weird thing. But apparently he's been playing in that band actually before he even announced that Panic broke up. Oh, random. But he, they've been touring and doing all these shows and all, so he's not spending any more time with his family. So that must have got Ooh. old pretty quick. <laughs> we did Good Charlotte after that. Mm. That was my favourite episode. I love them. <laughs> um, but they have no real updates, to be fair. They are just working hard on being CEOs of their management company, apparently, rather than doing new music. But they did play When We Were Young last year. And randomly, or sorry, this year, October, brought out Lil Wayne to sing with them. 
That is really random. So weird. So weird. <laughs> so The Used was my next episode. And they released a whole new album since the episode was released. So Thank I God think this is after we... <laughs> our episode was released on May 18th and the album came out May 19th. Like literally the next day. Toxic Positivity is the name of the album. And do you know what? May 19th was also the day the Sleep Tokens album came out. So The Used fell to the background for me. But even it, writing this episode, I was like, I'm going to listen to that album because I never really gave it a fair chance yeah. at the time. Not mad on it. I haven't even listened to it. Elements of it do remind me of, what's the album that we really like? Artwork, Artwork, what's it called? Uh, let it... No, the one that they released during COVID. Oh, um, don't know. <laughs> the last album they released that I really liked and I was really excited for. There are elements that remind me of that, but it's just not grabbing me in the same way. So I don't know how I feel about that. But they also announced a UK tour. They're doing it at the moment. So they're in the UK. They called it a UK tour and there's only four or five dates, which is really random. Like, why come all this way? And just... Yeah, well, I think Take Back Sunday is the same. They're literally only playing London, Manchester and somewhere else. Why'd you call it a UK tour? Yeah. Like, what's <laughs> the point in that? the UK. I would have liked... Like, I've never seen the used and they're yeah. up there on my list of bands I want to see. So I would really like to go. But with it being in December and so close to Christmas and everything else, I just knew it wasn't going to be feasible. It's just not happening. So let them play again soon, please. And maybe come to Dublin. Maybe just That'd be great. think about us for a change. Yeah, yeah, please. The census fail. Buddy Nielsen is still giving us absolute Instagram and Twitter gold, as <laughs> usual. Uh, so good. He's now got a cat. So that's his latest Instagram post. And he is apparently in LA at the moment recording or writing songs for some guys. Didn't say who the guys were. But that at the end of this month, him and the band are going to be back together, closing the year out with some creativity and writing some music. Maybe we'll get some more next year. I mean, I want to be excited, but like you their albums care. really went downhill. <laughs> but I just love Buddy Nielsen so much. We can he's support him anyway. He's my favorite person. So the last we heard from From First to Last was like, remember from a few years ago when yeah. Sonny Moore was back and it was really exciting and they released two new singles yeah. and then they just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. In September, Matt Good tweeted and was like, hey, I'm the singer from From First to Last again. Wait, what? So Matt Good, the other singer. Yeah. He's back apparently. But what about Sonny? I don't know. It was just that Matt tweeted and said, I'm back as a singer from first to last. Can anyone confirm or deny this? Did he just say it? (laughs) He was drunk. (laughs) And nothing else has come out since. I did notice on their Spotify, they've updated it to include the Christmas song, Christmas Massacre. But that song was actually released in 2015 on a like Christmas compilation album. So it's an old song. What's going on here? Well, when I saw it was an old song, I was like, oh, that's Sonny like going back and putting up his old music. But it's obviously not if Matt Good is back. So I don't know what's happening. sad about that. I'm sad about no it. No offense, Matt Good. Yeah. Matt, Matt seems lovely, but no, he's not so anymore. Another band we got to see this year. We came as Romans. Romans. <laughs> Romans. Love them. They are apparently planning on going back to the studio next year. Mm. Even though they just released Dark Bloom and they've been touring ever since, but we might get Dark some Bloom. new music. Yeah, That's all <laughs> I think about it is. I am Dark Bloom. <laughs> So good, I love, I rekindled my, my romance with We Came As Romance. I don't know where I was going with that. I rekindled my love of We Came As Romance this year. I'd forgotten about them for a while, but I love them. That's exciting. They're exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they do next. Yes. Then I had Escape the Fate, <laughs> who we... Our fave. Don't really want to talk about. They released a new album called out of the shadows in september and i haven't listened to it and i have no intention of ever listening to it and i don't want to listen to them again and they're just they're extensively touring like to be fair to them i feel like they're a band who are just constantly on tour they're at every festival yeah they're popping up everywhere everywhere you go there they are yeah but it's like 
You don't want them to be there. Yeah, it's like fair away. play, but I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> They're actually one of the bands from doing this podcast where I would probably not listen to them now. Mm. Like I used to be like, oh, situations. Now I'm like, mm, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be afraid Ronnie'd get some royalties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we do not want to let that happen. Mm. Seosin, forgot I did them. Mm. I forgot about like every episode yeah. we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been doing much, so they've just been touring Australia. And that's essentially it. They did play... Sorry, they are going to play uh, when we were young next year. So they're going to play one of their albums in full, which will probably be the album I can't remember the name of, with the bug on it. Yes. The good one. <laughs> the good one. The Beatle one, yes. Yes. <laughs> then a day to remember so they've been they're another band extensively touring always playing Everyone, every yeah. festival every festival they're at fair play to them they're also like obviously I saw them this year when they supported Bring Me The Horizon so they're mm. like always on tour either supporting someone or else doing festivals or like I feel like every festival poster I see they're on it and just in November they released a remastered version of For Those Who Have Heart because it was the anniversary oh I can't remember what anniversary was 10, 15, 200, I don't know. But they just remastered that album. And yeah, no, not much else to report, I think. Mm. Hot Down Heights was the next one I did. Again, not been doing much. They are also playing their album in full next year uh, when we were young. And they had this weird thing on their Instagram and Twitter recently where they were like releasing all these things as prizes. So like they had 50 pages of handwritten lyrics that you could like win. Where they had like 20 FaceTime sessions with the lead singer that you could win. It was like really... Why did we not enter that? Could have used it for the pod. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's about it, really. So Architects have just this week released a new single called Seeing Red. It's really good. They're getting a lot of stick for it. As we discussed in our Architects episode, people only like them when they're heavier. And basically that's the entire premise of the song is like people want them to be heavier. It's oh. similar to that Bring the Horizon song. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it's it's really good. It's catchy. I listened to it like a million times in a row one day. I was like, oh, new music. Interestingly enough, their new album came out last year and this song isn't from that album. It's like brand new. So it's like, are they working on something new already? Seems to be the case. I also saw them this year. Incredible band. Oh, I'm yeah. obsessed with them. I'm absolutely obsessed with them. Love them to bits. So that was a sad episode. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't expecting that. And then my last band, obviously, was Simple Plan. And Simple Plan, couldn't find any updates, to be fair. They have no plans to release new music that I can see. And they're just doing the usual touring. Are they, they playing to... when we were young? Probably. They played it last year. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And the last band I did was Cute Is What You Aim For. And boy, do we have an update on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, after we released that episode, we got a like message request on our Instagram from one of the members of Cutest What We Aim For. To say we died. I was... I was out having dinner and I like full on just like left well no I didn't leave but like <laughs> mentally I left I was like sorry I'm just chatting to my friend from Kino's What We Aim For on Instagram but like it was like somebody sent me your episode and it was like what? I don't know who listens to this and knows Kino's What We Aim For but thanks for that thanks so much <laughs> that's, that's it was pretty like, cool <laughs> what? it was the most random thing and it was like I don't know it was like I agree with everything you say or yeah so the vibes I was getting and why I'm not naming who it was is because they were saying basically everything that we said about Shant was correct. Yeah. So we were like, that's pretty cool. And then Can I just say a funny story about this? Though? Yeah. I sent a screenshot of that to my sister. And I was like, oh my God, this is one of the guys from the Battle of that. And my sister's like, cool, but like, don't like that. He's a pervert. And I was like, what? And she was like, why did he call your episode cute? And I was like, 
No, he said the cute episode because the bond is called <laughs> cute is what we aim for. But the episode was cute. It's fine. It was a cute episode. Well, no, because then I like went into hyper panic mode. I was like, did I say anything I bad? I know. I was like, about- no, we, we insulted the whole <laughs> about the guy who messaged us. Did I- was I fucking taking the piss out of him in the episode? I was like, shit. And then literally like a week later. Check the message requests again. And another one. Another member of Kita So We Aim For messages to say he'd listen to the episode. Because the other member had sent it to him. Yeah. Um, this is just wild to me. The internet is wild to me. That we are just sitting here in your living room <laughs> in Dublin. And somehow this band that we liked years ago, two of them has listened to this episode of us talking shite. Oh my God. <laughs> just telling the story of their band that's probably not even historically accurate. <laughs> but oh they told God. us we were spot on. Yeah. And they said, oh, they say thanks for keeping Cute Is What We Aim For alive, which I thought was really cute. Very sweet. Yeah. So, I mean, that's amazing. I feel like we can just close out this year and be like, we've made it. We've made it. Because this year we have had John Fellman like something that Liked we Liked one of our yeah. reels. We came as Romans. Yeah. They good. commented on one of our posts. Like, and then now we have two mates from Cute Is What We Aim For. Yeah. Successful, guys. One of them was like, if you're ever in LA, we have to go to emo night together and all. Like we're So now we're going to happen to be in LA. <laughs> It's wild. The flights, they just got oh, booked wait, like didn't that. Didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we, we had decided that, didn't we? That we'd randomly like to go to LA for an emo night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next year, guys. So guys, who knows what's going to happen next year. If that's all that happened this year, we can't wait. Okay. That was all of our updates, which I think had a, a great finale, a great yes. closer there. So our next section that we're going to get into is our little yearly roundup of all of our favorites. <laughs> Okay, Claire. What Why are you would laughing? you say? <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. I'm drinking non-alcoholic prosecco. I'm locked. Who are your band of the year? So I have to say, Fall Out Boy. Okay. Yeah, I just like feel like this year they just came back. I was so excited when they released that new song. We got to see them. I just feel like they're thriving. I feel like Patrick Stump is just you know making waves. They introduce us to. Philadelphia cheese and what are they called? Weedos? Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. Weedos. Weedos. The <laughs> chocolate cereal. cereal. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. What I just... they taste like dips in Philadelphia? Yeah. No. I think Don't it could there. be a thing. No. You can try it and tell us. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Uh, guys, I'm going to have to say sleep token. Oh, like Boring. <laughs> I am so boring. <laughs> you are nothing if not predictable. But like, I was thinking about, okay, what have I been listening to lately? And like, who's excited me lately and all this stuff. But like, then I had to think this is a reflection on the entire year. And my Spotify wrapped was completely accurate in that all I listened to all year was Sleep Token. Yeah. Like, it was my entire year was listening to them. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's so fair. I have to choose them. Like, I couldn't not choose them. I still have not listened to them. This is insane to me. Like, Maybe how much do year. I talk about them? I have to say as well. That my Spotify wrapped, because I was posting my sleep token all the time and about how my whole Spotify wrapped was sleep token, I had at least three people message me to say that they started listening to them because of me. At well, least three. There you go. So I'm Are converting people, but somehow I'm not converting Claire. Are you in sleep token? I am actually, yes. <laughs> Is that the big reveal? I'm Vessel. <laughs> I don't know what that means. This, I'm a singer. <laughs> Okay, what was your gig of the year? This was really difficult. Oh, it wasn't difficult for me. This year has been incredible for gigs. Yeah. Incredible. So I had to take... So I had to take, like, a lot of different things into consideration. And I settled on sleep token. (laughs) Danny, get 
no, okay, no, no, listen, because I really was like weighing up so many different gigs because I was, I've been to so many incredible gigs this year. <laughs> I saw Bring Me for, for the first time this year and I've become obsessed with them ever since because that was one of the best gigs I've ever been at. Like the Fall Out Boy gig was just absolutely chef's kiss, like incredible. Sleep Token played with Architects. So like the two bands I like. So basically it is the Architects gig is what I'm saying, but Sleep Token supported. So I got to see Sleep Token. I got to see Architects who are amazing. I keep forgetting that. The venue was incredible. It was in Budapest, but like it was outdoors. It had all these like little stalls everywhere. I got VIP. Like okay, overall, enough, the entire experience that has to be the best gig. I, I think if you year. had said architects, I would have been like, okay, yeah, no, because <laughs> it technically was architects. It technically was an architects gig. <laughs> my gig of the year has to be funeral for a friend. I knew I... you were going to say that. They were up there on my list as well, oh, to be fair. I just don't know what it was. I just felt like I came alive at that gig. It was like... It was because every single person in the crowd was... In, on the vibe. Yeah. It was the best gig, uh, best crowd at a gig yeah. this year. Except for that, that people talking about politics behind us. Remember? <laughs> yes. Oh I my God. Brexit or something. I oh. thought I was going to snap. I was just so good. Just the vibes. I was just so happy. Sing along to all the songs. And they had those like... I even enjoyed the ship song. Like it was just... <laughs> yeah. So good. Loved yeah, it. it was very close with that one as well yeah. for me, to be fair. Okay. <laughs> All the gigs are my gig of the year. Album of the year. So much for Stardust. Yeah. Yeah. That was up there for me. I just thought it was so... It came out and we were very like... We didn't know what to expect. Do you remember when we did the episode? We were like, what is their new music going to be like? Is it going to be the Fall Out Boy that we know and love? Is it going to be some weird like, let's try this direction and we're going to hate it? But I just felt they had gone back to what we love, but made it better. Yeah. Absolutely obsessed with that album, so start good. to finish. Yeah. Love it. Indie loves it as well. We play it all the time. <laughs> but my album of the year was Sleep Token. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to be Let's like this. drink every time Danny <laughs> says Sleep Token. So the way that Sleep Token released the album this year, take me back to Eden, they released six singles from the album. Every couple of weeks, they released a new single. Mm-hmm. And then after they released six singles, they released the rest of the album, which was another six songs. But the hype around it, and then, as we all know, my friend Steph is way more obsessed with Sleep Token Shout than I am. Shout out to Steph. She's currently I think in... Steph might be in Sleep Token. <laughs> she definitely is. She's in Germany right now on tour. <laughs> She's definitely in Sleep Token. <laughs> she was, like, coming to me with all these wild conspiracy theories she found on the internet that she's like, there's a full moon tonight, and I think that means they're going <laughs> to drop a new song. Like, it was mad. It was so intense, and it was so exciting. And then every single they brought out was incredible. And then when the rest of the album finally came out, it was incredible. It's got so many different genres on it. There's like a little bit of rapping on it, as well as like some like real ballady kind of things. And then just some heavy songs. And then there's a song that's like really heavy with screaming and like, it has everything. Okay, fair. So people please their It has to be my album of the year. It's just like, it's incredible. And I still, the other day, because we didn't have an episode coming up about a band, I didn't Mm -hmm. have to listen to anything specific. So you listen to Sleep Token. So I was like, (laughs) can I go listen to that album again? And I did. And I'm just happy for you. It's, it's always good. It's always good. Song of the year I have struggled with and I haven't picked one. Okay. Unless I can say Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, but <laughs> you can't be on the podcast anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Song of the year. I just feel like there's been no song that I've listened to consistently. I feel like I've listened to a lot of new bands this year. What about like your top song from Wrapped? Um, that was Fall Out Boy. <laughs> so basically, I didn't want to say Fall Out Boy, but okay, we'll say Fall Out Boy. Heartbreak feels so good. It's a good song. It's actually not my favourite out of the new album. Uh, it'd be one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's just like not right up there for me. Is your sleep token? I'm afraid it is. <laughs> 
So, so Spotify Rap told me that the, my most listened to song was Granite, but I wouldn't call that, like, that is one of my favourites off the album, but I also love, like, all the songs off the album. I was thinking about it today, or not today, in the lead up to this, and I'm going to have to go with Aqua Regia, because I have so many memories from this year tied to that song. Like, I've been on so many trips this year, and... It came on the other day and I hadn't listened to it in a while and I was instantly like transported to being on a plane yeah, yeah. heading towards somewhere to go to a gig and it just like I don't know it I just gave me a warm feeling, fuzzy yeah, feeling yeah. like I it was attached to so many memories so I was like that's that has that's to fair. be my song of the that's year fair. it's gonna be a sleep token one so that's the one we go with and also I want to get it tattooed <laughs> and is your hero band member of the year Vessel? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? So my so we we have a category called Hero of the Year, which is basically just like somebody from a band who is your hero of the year. Yeah. And my one is actually Rory Spencer from Dayseeker. Hmm. I love that man. And I don't mean like in a romantic, like I think he's hot kind of way. I just like I follow his Instagram and I'm obsessed with him. He's so wholesome. He's always putting up these pictures of him putting on eyeshadow before a gig. <sighs> and like he just puts up these little acoustic songs and then all he does is talk about his daughter and like mm. I know from these episodes that every man is a pervert in the world, but I will be personally offended Offended if he's a pervert. Like, I will maybe end it all because if he's a pervert, there's no hope for anybody. Yeah, we have enough of them, guys. Surely, surely not. And like his heartbreaking, like, love songs. And then I saw some, like, Q&A thing he did and someone was like, are, like, this song and this song about the same person? And he was like, yeah, they absolutely destroyed me, like, broke my heart and all. And I was like, no, Rory, please. Sorry, shocker moment of the year was when we found out that Dayseeker and the band, I can't remember. Waves. Sound wave. Sound Send Bleach. Bleach is one of their songs. I love them so much that I can't remember that. Hurt Wave. Hurt Wave. Hurt Wave. Hurt Wave. <laughs> <laughs> Are the same singer. That was wild. Yeah. 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 No, he's my hero of the year. I love him. If he's a pervert. That's it. That's that's the end. You give up everything. The end for me. <laughs> my hero of the year. You can probably guess. Can you? I think so. Buddy Nielsen. Oh, okay. I can thought you were going to say Patrick Stump. Oh, no. Patrick Stump was nearly mine. He was yeah, definitely he was close number two. Yeah, he was on mine as well. But Buddy has just brought me so much joy this year, be it through his Instagram or his Twitter or his little memes. I just think he is gas. I think he's doing it all the way he should be doing it. He's just putting it out there and being like, I don't care, guys. This is me. I'm a bit nuts. And <laughs> here we go. His stories about his kids have brought me joy because they're hilarious. He's got a cat. I mean, he's just a great man. Love him. And if he turns out to be a pervert, I'll be very sad as well. <laughs> Please don't be a pervert. Buddy. Why do we have to preface everything with, I hope this man is not a pervert, but. <laughs> <laughs> and that, wait, hang on. I thought of something though. Who is the band that you're going to be excited about next year? What do you mean? Like who am I excited to see what's coming kind of thing? Yeah. Or any new bands that you've listened to this year that you think are going to get big next year? I'm excited to see where As December Falls goes, honestly, no, after seeing them. <laughs> I want to know what Sleep Token will do next. <laughs> No, after seeing As December Falls, I think they're unreal. Yeah. And I feel I haven't listened like to all their albums. I listened to their latest album a lot. And then I listened to the set list. So that has songs from earlier albums. Yeah. And I do feel like they are getting better. Like I like the songs off the earlier albums, but I feel like this new album is like, there's no misses on it. Yeah, yeah. Unreal. So I'm really excited to see what they do next. I think they should blow up. 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm really excited. I think I've sent them, <laughs> I sent them to you before. And I was like, ooh, new band. You might like them. And you're like, cool, I'll give them a listen. And then I screenshotted who they sound like. And they're like, everyone you hate. And I was like, okay, never mind. You might like them. Who was it? I can't even remember. First and Forever? Yeah, I don't know. I know they're like, 
reborn emo. They're just so emo. Their lyrics are the most emo thing I've ever heard. And the song's really catchy. And I'm excited for them next year. Hmm. I'm also excited about Loveless. Yes. That's another Loveless. battle. We haven't yeah. mentioned them yet so far. Yeah, Loveless. We love Loveless. Love, 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 love. <laughs> love so. Excited about them, actually. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, see, yeah. see what they do next. So now for our little Christmas song section to get us in the festive spirit. Did you think there'd be this many Christmas songs? No. So basically, Claire had the idea that we would review some emo Christmas songs. And I was like, what if I make a playlist and we both listen to the same songs and then we can review them? And obviously, I didn't want to make a like 400 song playlist, but I didn't think there'd be that many. Yeah. And then there were... St- there were so many I don't think there'd be that many originals because you were like oh we shouldn't do covers and I was like what I genuinely thought most of them would be covers so I didn't think they'd have yeah I didn't even realise I put one or two songs on the playlist and then when I listened to it I was like oh that's a cover or something and I was like no there are so many original songs yeah. Yeah. let's just review them but there were so many and then I was surprised like I think Blink have like two to three Christmas songs like bands had multiple Christmas songs yeah it's probably a thing but now could we call that a Christmas song Blink 102 <laughs> that is the most awful song I've ever <laughs> But I think as well, in terms of like, if you're thinking business wise, to have a Christmas song that is going to be played on repeat every single December or November, money wise, it's an excellent decision if you can make a hit Christmas song. We should do it. (laughs) <laughs> it's like money guaranteed money like yeah, it's it's true. it's actually like imagine how much money Mariah Carey makes off all I want for Christmas can I just say as well that this is going totally off topic kind of but Shane McGowan died this week oh yeah <laughs> did you see the funeral yeah like for those of you who don't know Shane McGowan sings the song Fairy Tale in New York which again you probably might know if you're not Irish but it's a very famous Irish Christmas song everyone's obsessed with it and he died this week and his funeral was where Leash no oh. Tipperary no, it was in Dublin, wasn't it? No, no? Tipperary, some random... Oh, I don't sorry, know. Tipperary. It, it travelled around the country. Yeah, but it was definitely... The actual funeral was some random county in Ireland. And Johnny Depp was at it. So was the president. And Nick Cave. <laughs> Nick Cave in the bad seats. And like, all these random people were there. And I just thought it was so random. And then somebody pointed out, it's a good job he died in December. Because could you imagine them playing that song in July on repeat? <laughs> well, we had our work Christmas night out last weekend before last or last weekend and it was the day he died oh. and we walked into a bar and they started playing fairy tale in new york and me and my colleagues were like looking at each other and i was like guess how many times we're gonna hear that tonight yeah and then i swear we went to a different bar and in that bar they played it i think three times <laughs> for some reason that song reminds me of you what it is my least favorite christmas yeah, song but you know why because i think at your 18th i have visions of being in that back room and because your obviously your birthday is around Christmas, it was played and everyone was screaming and singing along. And I have that distinct memory in my head. Wow, I hate that song. Like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Shane, rest your soul. I hate that song. <laughs> I don't like it either, to be fair. Anyway, back to the emo Christmas songs. So we started with a classic. I love this song so much. I've always loved it. So we started with You'll Shoot Your Eye Out by Fall Out Boy. So good. It's so funny because the name is so familiar to me and I've definitely listened to it before. Oh, I love this song. I didn't know it well. Yeah, no, Until this playlist. It's so... Um, Smart. <laughs> it's so it's so like they're really, really early stuff. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of My Heart Will Always Be the B-Side to My Tongue, that little EP. So whatever way I had it, would it have been on my iPod? iPod? Is that a thing? What is that thing? Is that what it is? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> my brain just had a meltdown. Yes, an iPod. Or a, like iPad or a creative zen. <laughs> yeah, it could have been one of those. Those two songs were together on a group together, so it must have come out the wrong. But it's been home. in my head all week. Like, so I've literally good. been just walking around the house being Dunk. 
come home for Christmas. So good. So yeah, that's definitely my favourite. Uh, but you know the last bit on it with the oh. toy? Is that Pete? Uh, probably yeah if there's some weird like little bonus thing i just presume it's pete always (laughs) that's the only song i like on this list so (laughs) the next song on the list was happy holidays you bastard by blink 182 because when i think of like alternative christmas song it's actually the only one that comes to mind oh i've heard this song because when i put on i was like oh yeah this one and then but i've obviously never actually listened to what they're (laughs) saying and i was like huh but then all in work like the next day i was like it's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents Christmas Eve. <laughs> I had a plane the other day when I was getting ready and Indy walked into the room and I was like, oh, she's going to laugh at the like shit in his pants part. Yeah. But then it was like that whole like ejaculating to us. I was like, so anyway, was, what we're going to do today. today. Unless your mum will suck my cat in or something like that. Oh, I was like, oh, God. I don't know what this is. Yeah. So I just had to talk really loudly. Yeah. So she didn't listen to it. I mean, if you like, if you like Blink-182 and you like that kind of humour, you probably will love this Christmas song. See, this is why I don't actually like Blink-182, because to me, that's what they are. They're just... Toilet humour. Yeah, toilet humour is not my thing. Mm. But also hate the next one. So the next song is Christmas Song by Escape the Fate. Oh, so I was like, this might not be too bad. And then the fourth line, maybe, is something about, I want to see you naked under the mistletoe. It's like, nope, 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 nope. It's so... It's, it's funny because Christmas songs in general can be quite cheesy. Yes. And then emo songs can also be quite cheesy. So when you have like emo Christmas songs, like I was just listening to me like, this is so embarrassing. This is so like over the top cheesy. But then like, how else would you write an emo Christmas song? That's what I was kind of thinking as well. Well, I just feel like he could have done it without mentioning someone being naked. Yeah. Well, let's escape the fate, what you expect. Yeah. And I feel like every single one of the songs on this started just with like, ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, just like Christmas bells. Oh, yeah, quick, like, it's a Christmas song. Every song. <laughs> oh my God, the tree's going to fall over. Okay, it's not. The tree's drunk. It keeps falling over. So, yeah, let's just skip that one. So then, Alone This Holiday by The Used. I liked this. I loved this. I've never heard this before. I've never heard it either. I did like it. It's so like the In Love and Death album. Like, it's it's so The Used that you'd nearly forget it was a Christmas song. Yeah. That's kind of why I think I liked it, because I didn't think it was a Christmas song. Yeah. Make it sound like your music and make it about Christmas. That's how you make an emo Christmas song. Don't just go, right, let's get the bells out. (laughs) Nothing for Christmas by Newfound Glory. (sighs) Do you know I've never liked Newfound Glory? No. I've just never got into them. No. I kind of like this song. To be fair, I've never liked them because I saw them supporting Green Day when I was 14 and I just really didn't like them. But this song, yeah, I didn't find that bad. Would I listen to it again? No. Yeah, I don't think... I don't know if I'm going to have this on in the next couple of weeks coming up to Christmas. <laughs> it was actually a decent song. Christmas by the Phone by Good Charlotte. I mean... Horrific. <laughs> you know, oh, but it's so Good Charlotte, isn't it? Oh, it's, I just think like it's next level cheesy. Like yeah. it's... Pretty yeah. bad. Pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad. But it's... I expected nothing less. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would be shocked if they had a Christmas song where I was like, this is quite good. <laughs> I'm also pretty sure they have a cover of Last Christmas by Wham. Probably. Which is I also I feel like everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas Every Day by Simple Plan. Now, I'm sorry. Is this not just a paraphrased version of, oh, I wish it could be Christmas I can't, I can't remember. It's basically saying the same thing. <laughs> I wish it could. Okay, yeah. I, I actually think this is probably the worst song on the list. Even worse than the Blink one. Oh no, it wasn't that bad. But I it, thought it was terrible. I mean, again, did you expect anything else? No. I just listened to it and I was like, I'm pretty sure he's just saying the exact same things your man is saying that other song. Yeah. 
It's just a bit more updated. But I, I just kept thinking, nobody would want it to be Christmas every day. Like, how boring. Like, I love Christmas. I don't want it every day. Once a year is grand, thanks. I remember reading in one of those magazines that my mom used to get, like, Women's Way or something, where somebody did have Christmas every day. They, like, had a turkey every day. It's so boring. Yeah. Like, even in that song, <laughs> I can't remember the exact lyrics, but it's like, have presents every day and have dinner every day. And, and I was just like... Who wants to do that yeah. every day? Like, no. <laughs> Talk about wild, taking, like, the specialness out of it. The next one, loved. Obviously, <laughs> because this came on and I was in the car listening to it and I was like, what is this? <laughs> it's Merry Spidey Christmas by Patrick Stump for the Spidey... Spidey and His Amazing Friends is the name of the show, I think. Oh, it is so good. It's so cute. When I just saw Patrick Stump had a Christmas song, I was like, I have to include it, even if it is for Spider-Man. Yeah. But then I found that I've had the actual theme of that cartoon in my head all week, not the Christmas one. Oh, the, yeah. I've yeah. just been going around being like, <laughs> and I was sitting on my desk singing it in work out loud. And then I was like, can everyone hear me singing the Spider-Man theme tune? <laughs> uh, great song. Love Patrick. He can't do any wrong. No, he can't. He, he was so close to being my hero of the year. Yeah. So he the- came number two on both our lists. So yeah, right. definitely. Next two then, I was like, these like if you took them out of context could they not be Christmas songs yeah yeah I think I quite like them I really like them so we have December by Neck Deep which is it was such a classic emo song yeah so emo Neck Deep always remind me of Joanne I think she really likes them I honestly haven't really listened to them no I haven't either but after this song I'm like I need to give them a whirl and then Decemberism by Man Overboard which again I loved it and it's one of those where like one person sings a line and then another person and I was like if me and Claire knew this song a few years ago we'd be singing it oh we would be lit we would absolutely be singing that we need to cover that yes let's do a cover let's do it maybe we'll do it next year guys (laughs) stay tuned for our Christmas song it is a cover of Decemberism by Man Overboard (laughs) and it'll be played every year and we'll be rich yep but guys we will upload this as our will we as our playlist to this episode so you can listen and let us know what you think and if we have missed any because I'm sure we have yeah there's so many like I could have changed the playlist like 18 million times but I didn't want to make it that long so yeah we just have to add 10 songs just in case you haven't realized Danny does all the work for this hmm. I just show up <laughs> she turns up but she brought me alcohol-free Prosecco so <laughs> fair play to her so how are you are you set for Christmas no am I ever no I hate I'm one of these people that's just like panic buys everything so I think I am I think I am but like I'll have it all wrapped the day before and all you know <laughs> I just won't show you that like underneath the tree is like yeah, all my Danny, presents wrapped in bags and everything got them bought in like September who knows probably I just I love buying presents for people like I I feel like it's like a little puzzle where you have to think about like what would this person like you like what do very, they need very good at buying presents yeah it's like a, it's it's one of my few talents <laughs> I think I've got one or two good things for you. I was kind of having fun doing it. I was like finding these random things and I was like, these are so funny. I think it's for Danny. <laughs> I'm excited to see. I'm excited about your presence as well. Oh. Oh. We should do like an unveiling. An unboxing. <laughs> A live fun. video on Instagram of us opening our Christmas presents from each other. I'm sure you all can't wait. <laughs> I hope it's a sleep token mask. <laughs> Imagine it was. Imagine You're it. like, spoiler. Spoiler alert for fuck's sake. <laughs> But I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for 2024. What are you excited about? Just to see what it brings us. I feel like 2023 brought us so much. Tree. <laughs> I'm excited to do more episodes with you. I'm excited to go to more gigs with you. I'm excited to listen to more bands, more music. I I found, um I don't know, I was looking for something on my Instagram the other day and I was scrolling back through my posts and I found 
my post from like New Year's last year. Yeah. And in it, I said I wanted to spend this year with friends. I wanted to like go to gigs. I wanted to like just have a good tr- like travel. I like solo. Tra- I solo traveled for the first time this yeah. year, and then I traveled so much for gigs. Went to so many gigs. Saw so many amazing bands like for the first time, or even for the fifteenth time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Fall Out Boy that many times. Spent so much time with friends, made new friends. I feel like we predicted the future a few times. Yeah. And like we did this podcast, which has been like the best, the, the best, best thing, thing ever. Done. Yes. And so the, I read the post and I felt so like. Totes emotion. I felt emotional. I was like, I did all this this year. Like what a fucking great year. Yeah, you achieved it. So now I'm like, man, I feel like I need to set the bar high for next yeah. year. <laughs> so guys, if you could leave us a review on Spotify for the end of 2023, that'd be great because... That could be our Christmas gift. That could be our Christmas gift. But we do want to say thank you so much to anyone who has listened to any episode this year. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us talk shite. <laughs> thank you for coming back to your emo roots with us and reminiscing about all your favorite bands. It's been so much fun. It has been the best year and I can't wait for next year. Yeah. If you want to get involved in the conversation, you can follow us on Instagram. We're Foundations of Emo. We're on Twitter where we're Foundations Emo and we're on TikTok as Foundations of Emo. But Instagram is the best place to get us. Instagram is the best place to get us. And we will see you. No, we won't. What? What's your next band you're going to do? Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe. Oh, I always didn't tell you. So I'm pretty sure you have never listened to this band. Okay. The good news is I think they might only have like five to six albums. Okay. <laughs> do you have any guess? No. I haven't a clue. I am going to do... You're gonna hate me so much. The All American Rejects. Oh my god, why did they came into my head a couple of weeks ago and I was like, we could do an episode of them and I was like, nah. Yes! <laughs> so it's gonna be a good one, guys. Okay. I've already listened to some of their songs and I'm excited because they're very emo. Okay. Yay, Danny has the best look on her face right now. She hates me so much. <laughs> Theme for 2024, I'm gonna pick the bands Danny hates just so she has to listen to them. Well, then we're just going to do Sleep Token episodes. <laughs> every every second episode, all of my episodes are just going to be Sleep Token for the whole year. That's it. Okay, so see you then, guys, for the next episode, which will be the All-American Rejects. Woohoo! Thanks for listening. Bye!